Welcome to a Pain in the Glass podcast. This is Bill Shearhart coming to you from the ancestral land of the Kettle and Stony Point First Nations in Grand Bend, Ontario, Canada. A Pain in the Glass podcast is sponsored by Canada Curling Stone. Our episode today is about stick curling. My guest today is Dorothy Wright from Sydney, British Columbia, where Dorothy is a very active curler and uses a stick delivery. Not only that, she is a certified stick curling instructor and has done many clinics with people who are transitioning from a slide delivery to a stick delivery. So I'm going to let Dorothy talk about the technical aspects of delivering a curling rock with a delivery stick. Thank you, Bill. The uh, delivery with the stick is very similar to the slide delivery in your setup in the hack. Uh, with your right, if you're right-handed, you will use the left hack, and if you're left-handed, you use the right hack. You hold the uh, stick, which is on the handle of the rock, in the same position you would if you were delivering it with your hand but you just have a length in between you. There is a big difference in some cases I try to tell people about delivering with a stick, and that is in a slide delivery, you are pushing out from the hack and you are gradually slowing down, so when you feel you have the right weight, you return your rock and release it. With the stick delivery, it's the opposite. You start from a dead stop in the hack, And as you walk towards the hog line, you are increasing your pace until you feel you have the weight that is required for the shot called. One of the things I uh, like to mention also to people changing to the stick is that it's a good idea to imagine a very clear red line from where the broom is at the other end to the rock that you are delivering. And you do that because you need to walk in a straight line to uh, deliver with a stick. And so if you are walking along that red line you are visualizing with your rock in front and your the end of your stick should be in the midpoint of your body, not out to either side, but in the midpoint of your body. So you are walking along the red line and your rock is going along that red line. Then you turn and release. Also, it's a good idea to have a soft elbow, meaning not a very straight arm, just a soft elbow, so that, as in a slide delivery, if you get to the point of release and you think, oh, I don't quite have enough weight, you can add a little more weight with an extension of your arm. Uh, one thing about the stick I've learned <laughs> with my experience is make sure that you adhere to the quiet, The difference with a slide delivery and a stick delivery is you are quite a bit farther away from the rock. So if you make a slight uh, outward action at release or a slight inward action at release, it is magnified because of the distance of the stick. Uh, One of the things I've also found is that it's hard for your, your curling partners to time the rock because... Lots of times your release point is a little bit of a sharp extension because uh, it's hard to do the timing from T long to hog line 
with a stick because a lot of it can be the extension. So hog to hog timing, I think works better for stick delivery. Now there is a, there's lots of people that are already playing on teams in regular leagues using the stick. And where I'm always happy to um, give people some instruction or a little help if they're wondering about it, because I, I don't want people to have to quit curling because they're feeling pain in their knee or their back and they just feel that they can't do it anymore. We want to keep everybody curling. This is an implement that will help do that. There is a two-person game and is not like the one that you see uh, in the Olympics where there's a man and a woman and they deliver just five stones. This, the two-person delivery, uh, the, sorry, the two-person game was developed in uh, the interior of Alberta at, by a club who was, lo- who were losing a lot of members because of the difficulty with a slide delivery. So a fellow came up with a, with a plan that would keep people curling and they would still get the social part of the game and they would get to deliver rocks. So the rules of that game, first of all, it's a six rock, six end game. And the other part about it is one of the pair is standing at the other end calling the shot while you deliver six rocks alternating with your opponent. Then when that end is over, you are holding the broom, deciding on the shots, and your partner is delivering six rocks, alternating with the opponent. Uh, the game actually is, it doesn't take as long. It only takes maybe an hour to an hour and 15 minutes to play. And uh, part of that is because you're not allowed to sweep except from the hog line in. So the person that has been holding the broom when the rock is approaching, if they feel it needs some sweeping, they can go out to the hog line and start to sweep when the rock c- crosses that line. But uh, there's no sweeping in between. And the other thing about it is you cannot follow your rock down to the very end because in this game, you cannot cross the center of the sheet of ice. The only time you're able to do that is if you call a timeout, then you can meet at the center and discuss the shot. One of the best pieces of advice I can give you with the technical part of the delivery is to keep walking. You start walking from the hack, you rock, and when you think you have the right weight, you turn and release, but keep walking. It will help you feel the weight better than if you stop. Because you don't stop when you're sliding. After you've released the rock, you keep sliding. After you release the rock with the stick, you keep walking. Now, the other thing about the uh, stick delivery starting in the middle of Alberta was to keep people playing. But also, I found that lots of the small clubs around the province have a stick league where everyone plays the two-person game with those rules that I mentioned earlier, and they do it both. They, they play on a, maybe a four-person ladies team or a four-person men's team in the regular leagues, but they also enter the stick league because they want to curl and they want to have a league that has more members. Now, there are leagues in a lots of clubs, but the other thing to notice is there are 
there are provincial championships for the stick curling game. Uh, it's usually advertised on the website of the province. And if you are having a playoff in your club for a, a provincial winner, the provincial winner can go to the Canadians that are everywhere from Prince Edward Island to BC, and you can enter. And this is not a Curling Canada event because not every province does that. They don't have a provincial, they don't have a Canadian championship. So the Canadian championship is a, just a matter of sending in an entry. Now, I feel that one of the ben benefits of playing this the two-person game of six rocks, six ends, is it gives you lots of concentrated practice. Uh, that means that you get to throw s six rocks in a row, alternating with your opponent. So you remember the days when you said, oh, if I only had a third rock, hey, you got lots of rocks. The other thing is, when it's your turn, because... After the rocks have been delivered to the other end, now you are the skip at the home end. And your uh, partner will be delivering the six rocks according to what you are calling. So you are calling the shots. Now this also gives you a chance to recognize break points on the ice, uh, how much ice to give for a draw, how much ice to give for a hit. So that is a benefit, too, to, to be able to read the ice. Thank you, Dorothy. Now, I want to talk about safety. Stick curling certainly can be done very safely, but there's one big difference between a slide delivery and a stick delivery. When you are in a slide delivery, you're a foot or two from the ice surface. If you were to lose your balance, you take a tumble. But when you're walking with the stick, you're walking erect, your full height. So the first consideration is footwear. I may ruffle some feathers here, but do not use gripper slider. I know that's what you did when you were obviously in a slide delivery, but it's really important that when you are a stick curler, it's gripper, gripper, right from you when you step onto the ice surface right through to the end of the game. The only way that you can injure yourself is with a backward fall. Think about it. When you have a slide delivery or when you're brushing, any kind of tumbles are going to be forward and your hands are there to break the fall. But if you walk out in a stick delivery, and you come to a sudden stop, and Dorothy talked about keep walking. So it not only is going to aid in weight control, it means that you have a chance to slow down because falls with the stick delivery are almost always backwards. Which brings me to the second piece of safety equipment. I don't go anywhere near a sheet of ice if I'm doing a stick curling clinic or if I'm playing just like on my bicycle. I don't get on my bicycle unless I wear a bicycle helmet. And when I play with a stick, and I encourage everyone to wear a helmet. I happen to have a snowboard helmet, but it can be any kind of approved helmet. Of course, a hockey helmet works just as fine. So those are the two main ingredients in terms of safety. 
It's always gripper, gripper, and please, please wear a helmet. You would want the members of your family, especially the younger members of your family, and most of us who are stick curlers, our grandparents, and our grandchildren frequently are involved in Little Rocks and Junior Curling, and we insist that they wear a helmet, be a good role model, not only to be the role model, but also to protect yourself. Thank you for joining me behind a pane in the glass with this episode on stick curling. It is a great way to extend your curling career. I know there's always a little hesitancy among people if they feel that the physical challenges of playing the game with a slide delivery and transitioning to the stick delivery might be something that is a little more daunting than it needs to be. And hopefully Dorothy's words will put you to a comfort level of wanting to go to your curling facility and get some assistance because there are certified delivery instructors in every curling facility. We'll be more than happy to help you. And your curling friends that you've enjoyed the game with for so many years will be glad that you are going to continue the game and play with them. There are video resources that are available to help you. Uh, this, of course, is simply audio. But if you go to YouTube and simply search for delivery stick curling videos or words to that effect, you will see the videos that are available. Uh, there's one by yours truly. And there's another one by my friend at the WCF, Scott Arnold. I think those two videos are perhaps the ones that you want to watch in particular. So again, thank you for joining me. Thank you to my friends at Canada Curling Stone for being the sponsor of a Pain in the Glass podcast. Good curling, everyone. <laughs>